0: What's good? What's good? This is Hector Oliveira. You are listening to Talking Some Muscle with America's Sweethearts. Joining me, as always, is the man on a mission to find nutrition, the Polynesian Papa of Pump, the Simone from San Diego, the Lion of the Islands, Mr. Cece Liyua. Woo! Sese, what's up, man? How are you? I'm good, man. How are you doing,
1: Hector? I'm
0: feeling it. I'm feeling great. Uh Yeah, man, it's it's January. Happy New Year to you, man. Sorry, we haven't seen each other face to face since the uh, since since the New Year. So Happy New Year, say say. Happy New Year, bro. Hey, and you know, a lot of people out there are fixing to get their New Year's resolutions and get themselves in shape. That seems to be the <laughs> common motif. Once January one hits, everybody's thinking yes. about their bodies, what they want to do with them, how they want them to look and when they want them to look the way they want to look. Mm-hmm. and specifically there are a lot of mommies out there that are thinking about getting themselves more fit making themselves feel better making themselves i guess better versions of themselves to live their best selves and be their best selves for the people they love the most and i think that's the common thing with all the mommies out there is they just try to be the best they can be and they do a wonderful job at it right
1: yes correct Correct, Amundo. absolutely
0: how many moms have you trained in, in your day? As a personal trainer, how many moms have you seen come through, get their workouts in, and uh, communicate to you how they feel about their health and wellness and what they want to
1: achieve most? Tons. Uh, literally, like, at least 2,000 pounds worth. Like, Just, you know... That's like what if you say 150 pounds, whatever. I mean, you can go a gig, too, whatever. thousand know, pounds you worth up. of moms,
0: dude. That's a yeah. That's, a long list,
1: right. that's like 10 or 20 women at least, man. Sure. Hey, you know we don't really score all that well
0: with moms. They're not our target audience, so we can pretty much say everything we want to <sighs> say about the moms out there. So listen up, mamas. We're going, we're going. Uh, we're taking off the gloves. No, we're I going no holds man, barred.
1: I, I said that this first. I, I had to do some quick math. Because if I would have said tons, literally 2,000 pounds, and like you would have been like, oh, so two, two clients, that would have been messed up. We didn't say
0: that. <laughs> well, I just always
1: find it funny when somebody says tons, dude, tons, literally. <laughs>
0: exactly. Whether it's 2,000 000... pounds, two tons three tons four tons of moms (laughs) coming through we got to make sure we get the mommies back because ultimately uh, they kind of make the world go round right correct but i tend to agree with that statement moms are very important to us so what we're going to do on our inaugural january 2020 new year's resolution resolute episode is highlight the mommies out there we're going to do a couple things for you we're going to dig into the amazing story of two gold medal athletes, Misty May Trainer and Kerry Walsh Jennings, Olympic gold medalists from the 2004, 2008, 2012 Olympics, respectively. That's three gold medal runs, man. That's In a sport like volleyball, That's hasn't been done before. It's unprecedented. A very long, productive career as competitive volleyball athletes. We're going to tell you their story, and we're also going to, on the other end of it, Give you a little rundown on the top 10 cities in America with the fittest moms. That's right. We're counting down the fittest moms in America, where they're from. So if you got a passion for the mommy action, we're going to give you the city to go to. So you can check out all them hot mommies running around, getting their fitness on, getting their resolutions handled and dismantled.
1: That's right, Hector. We're going to rally your cage from front to back page. <laughs> it's going to set the stage. Gold medal action Three time Olympians Undefeated over 100 Volleyball matches in a row They've accomplished so much And we're just gonna to come to you live And try to bring the pain
0: That's right And if you're trying to search for moms On Backpage We got some advice for you too Don't do it You might end up in jail Anyway <laughs> stay, off, stay off the Backpage moms, Single mom searches Stay on the Talking some muscle Podcasting waves Turn it up Listen to this episode because we're going to talk about Misty May Trainer and Kerry Walsh Jennings and their amazing story and how they won three Olympic golds all while conquering the mommy game.
1: <laughs> Speaking of three times, they got three boy. names. I, I just realized they both got their own and their husband's name. I assume is that right? Is that why they have the hyphen?
0: Yeah, I think the hyphen is them keeping their professional mm. athlete names from 2004. To oh, after getting married. yeah.
1: We don't want to get deep into that now, do we? Oh, shoot. We may have to
0: because I, <laughs> I love going deep on moms out there. Anyhow, we're going to talk about that uh... and so much more on today's episode of Talking Some Beep. Muscle. welcome friends family lovers haters haters that love t- to hate and lovers that hate to love you're welcome here on talking some muscle i'm hector oliveira and joining me is say say Well, say say it's january man we got to get our shit together dude we just got we got to get our shit together it's january yeah. it's the best time to have a fitness podcast it's the best time to be yeah. in the fitness industry and uh yeah. You and I are releasing our podcast in the third week of January, man. We did uh, not—I don't think we—we—we didn't plan for this whole January thing. What's going on with us, man? What's
1: going on? I don't know. You know, we're just uh, focusing on one thing, and it is what it is. That's right. One thing leads to another. uh, We—we just—it's a tidal wave, or sorry, it's not tidal wave. It's waves and tides, ebbs and flows.
0: And here, here's the thing. January is just a busy month, man. I'm still very active in the fitness industry. I run personal trainers for a health club chain. And with January being a big month, I have to definitely step up, take a bigger role, be more present, not ditch work as much and go uh, go gallivant around the, uh, the public areas of my city. I need to be in the club.
1: Gallivant? I like that. Gallivant. Word. Gallivant. My, hom- my homie just gallivanted into the end zone right now, too.
0: Mahomey? Mahomes?
1: Mm. Yeah, that's yeah. right.
0: Oh, yeah, we're coming to you on championship weekend. It's the NFC championship and AFC championship. Right now, we record this as we watch the AFC championship on silent.
1: I like I like that you were saying that gallivanting. When you say gallivanting, that's a good ass word, ball. What do you mean? You can take it off a word. Gallivanting?
0: Gallivanting, just having myself a grand old time of my own volition, things that I want to do on my own time. But. When it comes to January in the fitness industry, you no longer belong to yourself. You belong to your guests and your members. They want that yeah. ass and they want that ass in the gym answering fitness questions. And that's what we plan to do today is not only answer fitness questions, but also dig into the beautiful story behind Misty May Trainer and Carrie Walsh Jennings because the I guess the well, not I guess the most important thing whenever we tell this story is to factor in. I guess if if you think about a mom, right, the things that mothers go through, you mm-hmm, have to factor mm-hmm. in the responsibilities of moms and parents in general, but most specifically moms. Um, I would say it's it's pretty difficult to have a a killer mindset or a go get a mindset when you're so focused on what a mother is in the home. I mean, there's a lot of socioeconomic things going on at play in regards to athletes and specifically. Mommy athletes or mother athletes. Moms that are athletes. Momleets. Do we call them momleets or mathletes? No, mathletes is someone who's Moms that at
1: are athletes and athletes that are moms.
0: What would we call them?
1: I, I think, I don't know. Momleets. Let's call Mom. them
0: motherlets. Mothleets. Moth-leets. M- momleets. Moth. M-O-T-H. Mother. Mothleets.
1: Mother. Moth-leets. Wow. Let's call them motherlets. <laughs> Mothleets. Moth-leets.
0: I guess the, the way I want to start this thing off is uh, ask you first, say, say about uh, beach volleyball in general. You ever flipping through the channels, right? And you come across a nice sun-kissed beach and there are two beautiful uh, ladies on the sand wearing these uh, bathing suits that cover up very little. And you, you're going to stop, right? And look for a little bit and see what's going on, right? Any... Any straight American male or or male from any country—I don't want to make this about America—is going to stop and take a look, see, at what's going on. Am I wrong or am I wrong?
1: Hey man, I, I don't—I don't want to make the differ, but I mean, there's a there's a little bit of a chance that you might not stop. Like, so I, I don't know, man. You know, like. <laughs> It depends. I, I, there's a sport going on here, Hector. Get your mind out the gutter. If you appreciate <laughs> volleyball, then stay and watch. If you don't like, if you're in there for something else, then now's not the time to pick up your little fantasy. But see, know, that's what I was moving. talking
0: about. I'm talking about uh, women athletes in the sand, in the sun, bathing suits, pulling off these athletic moves. Because I know, as a man, right, and they got me in a little bikini. I'm not going to be to playing volleyball in that bikini, man. Something might slip. Something, and plus, when you fall in the sand. It looks fun. Like, wee, I'm falling in the That shit hurts. And I want to be it's wearing it. Like,
1: I, I have uh it does hurt. It's a hard game, dude. And I used to, like, kind of make fun of volleyball a little bit. But it was a fun – it's a skilled sport. I learned that, like, some close family, most of my family really loves volleyball. It's harder than it looks. And I, I have volleyball courts at the beach right now. I think maybe, like, I don't know, 500, 800 yards. Not even. Like, 400 – I don't know, 400 yards. Yeah, like two football fields i can see him and i I never stop though i always just keep walking and sometimes i have a league and like i'm like dang you know whatever but it's like five on five the only reason i the only reason i said that to you because you asked and because i I try to literally picture myself when you were taking this you're saying imagine yourself walking on the beach some volleyball because i'm like yeah yeah it's like just the other day or when it was hotter yeah and i'm like i don't really stop though like Sometimes the ball will roll to you and you just hit it back, but I'm like, I don't really stop because, but there are some people that stop, you know? You got to stop and watch, but I'm, I'm
0: more talking when you're in the comfort of your own home. You got, you got one hand in your pants, Al Bundy-esque, uh, one hand yeah. slipped comfortably down the pants, the other hand on the remote control and you're just casually mm-hmm. flicking through channels on a nice spring day. And you see, you, uh, it Just <laughs> yeah, you see a volleyball match on TV. I'm gonna stop. I stop and watch, and see what's going on. You know what? I I don't feel bad about it because they're beautiful. They are beautiful yeah. athletes using their bodies to perform feats of fitness and compete at a very high level. And you gotta respect that. Yeah. I respect that so much so. To the yeah. point where I take pictures.
1: Don't go to the point. What? <laughs> <laughs>
0: So, no, go ahead. Now, to the point where I take pictures and send them, I'm like, hey, look at these signals that they're throwing. You know how they do? They do the signals on their lower back. And, you know, the cameraman's like, hey, I'm just trying to capture the signals that they're sending to each other for Uh volleyball signals. So they send, uh, I don't know, have you ever seen volleyball signals? If you've never seen it done, go ahead. And um, if you like to see uh, gang signs thrown directly above a nice female (laughs) rear end, then uh, Google it, pop it into the google machine type in volleyball s- hand signals and beach uh, volleyball specifically or any volleyball you might find a nice little bookmark to place on there so you can sift through <laughs> and see what those volleyball hand hand signals are like anyhow you know that cameraman's just like zooming in like oh, I'm just gonna check out these signals the reporter is like Hey, uh, Daryl, can we get a visual on some signals? They use these signals regularly throughout the game to communicate which way they're going to go if such and such happens. I think it's important to make sure we highlight at least 15 times every 10 minutes hand signals. Let's get more hand signals. Yep. Because then it it gets guys like me to stop flipping through channels and just hypnotized by the hand signals. Well, hey. All right, I think it's all sexy. I think, I think uh, it's sexy for uh, females to compete athletically at a high level. I think it's sexy if you're a guy to compete athletically at a high level. I think it's all sexy if you're using your body to not only play something you love or play a sport you love to do, but um, make some money out of
1: it.
0: Yeah. And also throw gang signs. Imagine imagine if they threw gang signs like that. I like just thought it. you had a
1: hand finish, <laughs>
0: <sentence>, bro. <laughs> imagine if they threw gang signs like that, like in fucking uh, East L.A. or like in uh, Compton. He's just like, what up? He turns around and just puts his hands over his ass, starts throwing gang signs at him.
1: <laughs> <Yeah>.
0: <laughs> People need to start... <laughs> gangsters need to start throwing gang signs like that. I'd probably have more respect for them if they just turn around, pull their pants down, and throw gang signs above scantily covered... Uh, Rear end. What do you think? Dang, there's a little
1: tattoo right there. Yeah. What up, cut? Well, who are you from, baby? What who you that? from, cut? What if What if that was it too? Like, like he you had your hood right where your your little tramp stamp. Your hood is know. your.
0: <laughs> there we go. Because when you sag your
1: pants, you can see
0: it. it. all. It's all coming full circle. It's all making sense now. All right. All uh. All joking aside, man. Let's uh. Let's get this thing started. Anything you want I, to finish I with? actually think,
1: I personally think. It's inappropriate how they dress volleyball players, and it doesn't seem very necessary. Yeah, I'm gonna have to disagree. <laughs> that with that. I'm
0: going have, have to disagree with that. No, <laughs> keep keep volleyball like, players throwing those hand signals. No, they yeah like they
1: dressed up for swimming, dude.
0: Yeah, you have to be man. You have to be able to to move and maneuver. swim and get a dig balls out. <laughs> Anyhow, uh, I'm a big fan of volleyball. I respect the athletic aspects of performance behind it.
1: But when I I show up in those shorts, though. That's
0: definitely definitely a topic that I want to cover, too, right? Because today we're talking about how, uh, as moms, uh, Misty May Trainer and Kerry Walsh Jennings competed at a high level. Not only did they compete at a high level, uh, Carrie Walsh Jennings having two kids actually won two gold medals. Uh, the first one she won was before her children. I think another thing we need to talk about as we go through this as well is like the pressure to look good in those in those uh, skimpy outfits as well. I think there's definitely something to be said or something worth mentioning coming off of having two kids and then you're like, shit, I make money by playing beach volleyball. Beach volleyball requires me to wear these little tiny bathing suits. I need to look good because I'm going to be televised over national television globally now because it's the Olympics, right? There has to be some pressure behind that. And I definitely want to cover that. Anything else, man? You said any New Year's resolutions this year? Anything Anything for yourself?
1: Try just to keep on rocking, dude, you know? That's never right. quit on my dreams. That's right. Just keep going. You know, never, I find- never just stay in the moment and, uh, you know, just always take one step or half a step or, At least uh, hold your ground. Don't take a back step, you know? Yeah.
0: I find that the most important uh, resolutions or New Year's things that you commit to are the ones that you can commit to daily. I mean, it's good to have that one big one out in the future, but to have this ambiguous goal just kind of set out there, makes it easy mentally, right, to disengage and slip up, let weeks, months, everything go by. You know, I'll I'll start it at summertime is when I'll start that resolution. Springtime, when the weather gets good outside whatever it is. I think it's, I think having that big ambiguous goal is definitely good to put out there, write down, keep your eye on it. But the goals that are more practical, and this is just my advice for anybody out there looking to set resolution goals, is uh, pick daily resolutions. Like, okay, in 2020, every single day for one to two minutes straight, I'm going to focus just on breathing. Nothing else Nothing, just breathing for one to two minutes every day. That makes it easy because at the end of the day, right, you're about to go to bed and you're like, shit, I didn't do my breathing today. I got two minutes before I go to bed. Let me focus on just breathing for two minutes. Stuff like that. Or, you know, on Friday, every other week, I'm going to eat my burger. Right. So that way you don't eat burgers every fucking day or every week because, you know, it's set for Friday. I think setting those daily ones, the short term ones, even in regards to business, right? Every day. Yeah. For 30 minutes, I'm going to work on something that focuses on my creativity and not so much my job, right? Something that I love to do. Just set those daily things and you'll see, like, it's not about getting to that ultimate fitness goal. What it is about is engaging in healthy behaviors every
1: day. Your thoughts? Well, dang, man, yeah, those are, my, those are the same things I'd be thinking right there. Set a daily goal is good. I mean... I guess we're just all scared sometimes i i just saying like I know it seems like I have a, a, a blueprint in my mind but we all know that it's like if you want to make a real blueprint you write it down you do all these other things and we yeah. you know sometimes we're just like too lazy or something so we just yeah. we say I'm going to do at least almost a minimal amount I can do yeah but you know that's about it and, yep. and it doesn't have to be big shit like
0: that is important you want to know what else is important mommies are important but before we get into our story about our moms
1: (laughs) let's get back um, on
0: moms yeah i love uh i'm gonna definitely jump back on some moms let's actually address uh something that just came up this week in the news our last episode featured Dwayne the rock johnson we talked about his childhood everything growing up some of the adversity that he faced and how he became the uh highest paid actor in hollywood and one of the more successful entertainers to come out mm-hmm. of professional wrestling a couple days ago his father passed away and i think it's just i think we just need to take the time and uh, i guess just acknowledge that you know losing a father at any age any phase of your life is tough you know every my heart and prayers go out to the rock and you know just having that out there and and being able to address how important a father is in your life is uh, is important and he posted a, a video just recently on uh, one of his social media outlets. I'm sure most people will follow him. He's a pretty pretty famous guy. Um, that kind of outlines, you know, where his heart is in regard to his father. And I think it's just important before we move into the importance of moms to also highlight a parent. I think parenthood in general is something that you have to be fit for. You have to have a certain amount of fitness, mental fitness, you know, physical fitness, all that stuff, emotional fitness. And, uh, you know, I just want to just want to recognize that, you know, the rock lost a father and uh, losing any parent is tough. So
1: that's what's up. Yeah. Recognize. Recognize.
0: (laughs) All right, man, let's get this rolling. All right. Misty May trainer and Kerry Walsh Jennings, the three time beach volleyball Olympic gold medal winners for the United States. Uh, 2004, 2008, and 2012. So you're looking at uh, immediately, right? You're looking at an eight-year reign that would spread to 16 years because their first Olympics were actually where they actually competed was in 2000. So when you take a look at their run in general, right? You're looking at a run that spans almost two decades of competition, and in a sport like beach volleyball, Weak. that's imp- week, yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, man, I've been in debt for two decades. Beat that. Beat that. (laughs) (laughs) That's dedication. (laughs) It's dedication. I've been paying all the minimums on time in debt for two decades. That's what's up. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, All right. (laughs) So I guess you have to nod your – give a nod and a tip of – nod your head and tip of the cap to their performance and and how relevant and competitive they stayed over the span of – you know, 16 years. Uh, I know Carrie Walsh um, just competed in the 2016 Olympics, so there's there's something to that there. But I guess I want to start with just telling everybody about the uh, about the ladies that make up this gold medal team, these uh, gold medal mamas. All right. So Carrie Walsh Jennings uh, was born in Santa Clara, California, August 15th, of 1978. That would make her a Leo.
1: Le- uh, wheels are weak dude just like the lion in the <laughs> yeah. wizard of oz uh, i'm a man. libra but uh yeah yeah me too the only one that matters is the Libras.
0: september twenty you're in october <laughs> baby or september
1: yeah october there you go all right
0: uh born in santa clara august 15th 1978 uh she attended stanford
1: Okay, so now we're talking. Because when you said Stanford, I'm almost still rolling my eyes like weak. I mean, I don't want to beat it to death. Weak, weak, weak. I mean, no (laughs) doubt about it. You don't want to take away from that accomplishment. But it's been done before, man. You know, it's a great feat. It's a class of its own. When we said she has two kids now, uh uh-oh. That's what we're talking about. Moms. The Mm -hmm. hardest job in the world. So she became a mom. Every day.
0: Exactly. She became a bomb, a bomb. She became a bomb mom.
1: Oh, moms are bomb, dude. I always (laughs) said that moms are bomb, dude. Don't let them blow up on your ass. No, don't. Uh,
0: She became a mom in 2009. She had her first kid right after the 2008 uh, Olympic gold medal win. And then in 2010, she had her second kid. Um, Carrie Walsh Jennings has earned roughly two point five million dollars in winnings. Just playing volleyball, bro. That is staggering. Do you imagine earning $2.5 million just showing up with a a 12-pack of Corona and a volleyball and getting down?
1: Can you imagine pushing a watermelon through a hole the size of a lemon?
0: Actually, that's one of my meditational mantras right there. No, I can't imagine that. I don't want to imagine that. I don't ever want to ever. (laughs) Sorry, Ever. (laughs) (laughs) No, man. I did not even go down that route. Anyhow. That's exactly what mommies go through. So she had two kids, 2009, 2010, which means that the 2012 Olympics, she was coming back from having birthed and raised two children, which is tough, man, for any mom. It's, it's tough for moms to get back to their job, their work. Um, and that's that's where I, I feel fitness has a lot to play in that role. If your body's use. To performing at a certain level and exercising and moving a certain way it's just kind of like riding a bike at that point I mean I can't speak to it at that level because I don't know what it's like to come back from having a child I can't speak to it I can only uh, talk about and honor what my wife has done with our two children so it's just one of those things that you have to take a look at and you know recognize that there was a lot of fitness that came into play
1: I mean, uh, you know, you said uh, a lot of good things and I'm thinking, you know, that's it too. And then for me, it's just like, you know, if you do a, a workout, you know, you want to add a lot of resistance and it gets you better. So if you're going through training, you know, if you're going to look at your kids as like an injury or a hindrance, uh, that's that's kind of comical. I think there's comedy there, you know, but you mean like the actual physical aspects of birthing a child, like, you know, the ups and downs, so... I would think that it could be played two ways is how you look at it. So if you let it – if you use it or lose it, it, principle in fitness, like you definitely aren't able to do what you did. So you might lose some. Um, but if, as long as you don't lose that – that to uh, you don't lose it to a degree where you can't come back. Like you might you might get hurt. Now you can't train as hard. That's different than if you stop training for five years and try to come back. And it's also different if you stop training for like nine months and come back. So uh, it sounds like it made him stronger, man. You know, yeah. it's like, oh, you could do all that, but can you do all that while holding a baby? Okay, you can you could do all yeah. that while pushing a stroller? Well, when you so take it's a just look, like that's just giving the edge.
0: When you take a look at their competitive arc, right? How long they've been competitive and how how rough they've competed. They've came. They've uh, they've seemed to implement this theme of after having a kid coming in and working harder. And I think that's the athlete mindset in regard to fitness, right? You have something that may take may I guess, from the outside looking in. Force you to take a couple steps back. It's like, okay, well, now I have to work smarter and harder. And it's also worth mentioning that you and I are just two dudes. We don't really know shit from fuck about birthing a kid and raising one and having our bodies change so drastically because the female body does change after that. We don't know anything. All we can do is honestly just stand back and marvel at it, at any level. I can have a food baby. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. Food babies are. Yeah, you. You. We have one food. We have one food baby, and we're proud of it. We have one food baby, and we're also, you know, sleeping for a week straight because we had such a gnarly food baby. (laughs) But you change it. (laughs) You change it. (laughs) Ultimately, what what it comes down to is, we can stand back, marvel at it but at any level it's always i guess something to be respected and i think that's also another big component of today's theme is how moms care for themselves after that and that's a part of the fitness spectrum right self care making yeah. sure that making sure that you take no, care of uh, the things that you need
1: you you remind me of like a risk versus reward too cuz like some people always uh, ask about diets like hey what should i eat should i eat this what's up with this vitamin Uh, Oh, I heard, uh, you know, in this vitamins, they have, you know, uh, like uh, cellulose or gel or something, you know, like uh, gelatin, which is like cow hooves and stuff or whatever they hear. Like, is it worth it? I'm like, is it worth you taking that just to get a little bit of reward? So it's kind of like a risk versus reward, too. It's like I had a kid, but now there's more skin in the game. Now you're motivated beyond belief. Like Mm -hmm. now you're just, you know, the motivation and it might not have been intentional like that, but it's just like yeah. shoot. now she's she's in a zone that's like mom zone, dude. Like here's yeah. here's what we, we,
0: we want to take from this little thing, just talking about Carrie Walsh Jennings. As fitness professionals, right? We're personal trainers. We're we're men personal trainers, right? We're dudes. And the thing I would suggest for personal trainers out there listening to this is one, get a certification on pre postnatal. That'd be a good place to spend money. You know, a lot of us fitness professionals think, Oh, Hey, I'm going to go get a certification on kettlebells. I'm gonna get a certification on weightlifting, fat loss, whatever. You. I would say do the pre postnatal. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Get a certification on pre postnatal fitness. Uh, some you will learn a lot about not only the human body, but human resiliency, the mindset. And it just takes you down a different avenue of fitness that not a lot of us think about, right? Because for some reason, for years and years and years, we've been so hands-off of the, of the topic of pregnancy, pre-postnatal, labor delivery, all that stuff. And I don't know. I feel like there's some passiveness to it that we don't even want to engage in fitness. You know, we're still, to this day, I mean, it's not on a large scale, but some people still are looking at pregnant women squatting and using the squat motion and saying, oh my goodness, is that good for her? Yeah, it is, that's actually a birthing position. They should be able to access the squat pattern to birth a child. It's, it's just small things like that that I feel as fitness professionals we could educate ourselves better on and be more accessible and readily available in those situations so we can help. So go get yourself certified. The other thing to take from this also is how important prenatal fitness is right while it, during gestation you got to cool. work out you got to keep yourself active I imagine Carrie Walsh Jennings kept herself pretty active she's an uh, Olympic champion not going to slow her down so if we develop ourselves to be fitness professionals who can cater the prenatal fitness program we're going to help our clients out to come out better on the other side postnatal
1: heck yeah sure I, I mean dang man like that's a I never thought about that one. That's a good one. Prenatal. At well, least it's just pre-workout, post-workout meals or post-pre-workout, pre-natal.
0: prenatal. <laughs> right. So wrapping up the little rundown on Carrie Walsh Jennings. Uh, once again, she's the highest earning athlete, 2.5 million in winnings, playing a sport that she loves to play. Like talk about ultimate mom muscle right there, right? I'm going to be an athlete. I'm going to have two kids. I'm going to win gold medals. And I'm going to wear skimpy-ass outfits and have everybody judge the looks of my body while I'm doing it, right? Because after you come back from labor and delivery and having two babies, people are going to be like, okay, has her body fallen apart? That's just how people think. That's the society yeah, we live funny. in, right? To put herself out there like that, it just takes a different mindset and it's something to be admired.
1: And a lot of not eating. Mm-hmm.
0: I, think, I think it's just beautiful. <laughs> I think it's incredibly actually sexy to have a, a competitor out there like that that has kids – that can give two fucks about the outfit you put them in that's just going to go out there and compete i think that's incredibly admirable sexy and i can say it yeah because one this is our fucking podcast so i can kind of say whatever i want this is our show i can say whatever i want two it's just true i have an opinion on what is sexy and what is not so there you go it's
1: hard so there you go dude there you go. She compete. can fight hell out of ball anyway. In my, some-
0: my wife running a half marathon six months after giving birth to my son is very sexy. She's running. <laughs> she's doing a 500 mile in one year. New Year's resolution run this year. Yeah, she's going to run 500 cool. miles this year. And that's very sexy. I see this, this little paper on the wall in our kitchen that has little blocks that she marks off after she gets her mileage in. Shit like that is awesome. And we need more of that. And we need to encourage more of our moms to do that. I do have my setbacks yes. every now and then. I don't see the troubles that my wife goes through as a mom and I sometimes get frustrated. So I'm not going to say I'm perfect in that regard. But, you know, this show is helping me remind myself that, hey, you know what? We need to support them and be more encouraging. Okay. Re- redefine what sexy is. Powerful, yes.
1: competitive,
0: successful. That's what sexy is. Not just running around in short, skimpy outfits.
1: You are correct, dude.
0: Your thoughts, say Your thoughts. Sorry, dude. I'm on fucking fire this year. We're coming out. Guns blazing. January. Let's go.
1: No, nah, man. We're good, dude. <laughs> I'm sure these, these moms wouldn't want us to, like, take any more time than we needed just to show how awesome they are. Uh, yeah, true. No, nah, they had the hardest job in the world, you know. Freaking 365 days a year, 24-7 days a week. Uh You know, double time on holidays. They don't get the day off, dude. They're the ones in the kitchens cooking. I mean, unless you got like a maid or something or staff. But even then, that's somebody's mom doing the hustle for the thing. You know what I mean? So, you know, just uh, next time you uh, see a mom walking down the street with a stroller, get their autograph, dude. That's what's up.
0: All right. Going down the list of achievements, she was the 2004 Sportswoman of the Year with or co, uh, I guess that would be co sportswoman with Misty May Trainer, and then uh, they have a record for the most uh, current uh, most tournament wins in a row at 112 consecutive wins 112. That's crazy. Two people being able, that's like when my brother and I went on a streak for like eight years straight of being undefeated at beer pong, but less, yeah. less beer, I guess, for them, or more beer because they're badasses. Do they drink beer? No, I don't know. Probably not. Maybe they should with all the winning. I guess when T-Pain wrote that song, All I Do Is Win, he was talking about Carrie Walsh Jennings and Misty May Trainer, 112 consecutive wins. Let's roll through and talk about Misty May Trainer now. Uh, a little bit in size difference here. She's 5'9", born July 30th, 1977 <laughs> in Los Angeles, California.
1: Oh, that's, Ooh, that's right. sexy, dude. Being born in LA is sexy.
0: That is sexy.
1: Were you born in LA? No, I am born in San Diego. Though seeing
0: you lay, seeing you lay down on your couch with a football in your hand like Burt Reynolds on a bear rug is sexy. Dude, you need to, I'm <laughs> take a picture of this right now oh, and post man.
1: it. Yo, well, like, if you want to promote the podcast, just take a picture of that. I'm gonna take <laughs> just a picture. P- I'm gonna take so a Burt picture Wendell's of it. Self.
0: <laughs> and I'm gonna post it on our on our Instagram page. It's getting it's getting posted. Should I take off my glasses? All right. So check out check out this uh, kick ass mom, Misty May Trainer. Uh, once again, born July 30th, 1977, L.A., California. She's the author of Digging Deep in Volleyball and in Life. Uh, a lot of it has to do with coming back from injury. Um, once again, right you have that mentality of needing to make a comeback, come back from injury. You know, she was afflicted with a lot of injuries early on in her career. She had a ruptured Achilles tendon prior to the 2012 gold medal win. Um, She had a PCL injury before their 2008 win that um, she thought was going to take her out, but she came back from that. And there's a lot to overcoming it. Yeah. There's a lot to overcoming adversity. There's a lot
1: to, No, I thought, tell me more. You said overcoming adversity. Oh, dude, I love That's so sexy. Overcoming adversity is sexy. It is, right? Every time I overcome
0: adversity, I feel sexy. Don't you feel sexy when you overcome adversity?
1: Dude, I'm telling you, man. <laughs>
0: that's what I'm going to say if my wife calls me up in the middle of the day. She's like, what are you doing right now? And I'm going to say, oh, you know, just uh, overcoming adversity.
1: Oh, dude, that's good. That's good. <laughs>
0: make her her feel some kind of way about me hopefully that that'll uh, make me seem sexy enough for her to be like oh yeah Yeah. you're you're overcoming adversity right now and i'll be like yeah i'm overcoming adversity (laughs) i'm overcoming adversity all day baby right now overcoming it Mm." you hear that adversity Mm. there's (laughs) adversity right there that i just overcame oh yeah she'd be Uh, like yeah you overcome uh, it can you can you overcome that adversity <laughs> right here with me? I'd be like, yeah, I'll overcome that adversity all day. <laughs> hey, you started overcome it. That adversity. You started it. Anyway. I was
1: saying overcoming adversity is sexy. That's <laughs> all
0: I'm <laughs> I and I was just agreeing with you. All right. <laughs> all right it is. All right. <laughs> it is. Let's let's ask. Yeah, let's super. ask let's ask a hundred a hundred women. Is overcoming <laughs> adversity sexy? <laughs> what do you mean? All right. Let's keep let's keep the show on the road here, man. So ruptured yes. Achilles tendon, PCL injury. So she had she had some issues to overcome with her athletic performance and she did it, right? Yeah. In 2018, Misty May Trainer was appointed to the Presidential Sports Council along with get this, all right? You walk into a room, right? And you see on one side of the table Herschel Walker probably doing his 1000 sit-ups a day. For those of you who don't know, Herschel Walker, he was a running back for like the Philadelphia Eagles and Cowboys and all that stuff. He played a while ago. He's like 68 years old, but he looks a thousand times better and younger than me right now. I think he's most recently fought in a UFC match. Anyway, if you don't know who Herschel Walker is, pop him into the Google machine. Check this dude out. He's known for doing a thousand sit-ups every morning. Freaking nutcase. Anyhow, you got Herschel Walker <laughs> on one side. That's <laughs> Herschel Walker at one side of the table. Bill Belichick, head coach of the uh, New England Patriots. I mean Patriots. You don't like that. Patriot cheats. I mean Patriots uh, sitting on the other side. You know how that guy is at his press conferences, right?
1: Yeah. Mama didn't raise him right. We played a good game.
0: (laughs) And then when they lose, yeah, we we didn't play a good game. And then when they win, but they don't play a good game, yeah, we didn't – We didn't play our best game.
1: We didn't cheat hard enough.
0: So you got Bill Belichick and then uh, Mariano Rivera, old pitcher from the uh, Yankees, right? And I don't even think he's from the United States, right? Mariano Rivera? Did he grow up out here? He's definitely from Dominican Republic, right? He's Dominican, right? I don't
1: know.
0: You got got Misty. And then you got Misty May-Trainer, the 5'9". So – of the two, right? If you guys if you guys pop Carrie Walsh Jennings and Misty May Trainer, the Google Machines, Carrie Walsh is the beautiful tall, six foot two blonde hair, long arms, shoulders, and then Misty May Trainer is the five foot nine. She's she's basically me with a wig, man, because she is beautiful. She's got shoulders, she's got legs. Like I said, she's me with a wig.
1: Yo, man, that's some shit. Beautiful, so, seven foot two, yeah. luscious seven waterfall two. hair, cascading yeah. tinder, Over- radiating beauty, grace, overcoming adversity uh, all day. What's your favorite? <laughs> What? So, and then you got uh, her partner whatever her name is 5'2 uh, stocky she got some arms and legs 5'2 <laughs> like stocky me, but. yeah she's a bowling ball <laughs> that's so messed up uh, dude nah
0: she looks great Misty May Trainer's in some shape and we'll uh, talk about their fitness programs and all that stuff in a little bit but I just want to set the scene here for when you walk into this room because at the head of that table right so you got Misty May Trainer you got Herschel Walker you got Bill Belichick going oh yeah we didn't play our best game and then you got Mariano Rivera is <laughs> sitting there just, okay, man, I don't know what I'm going to do here, man. I don't know. There's an orange umpa oh, looking yeah. guy right here, man. was Arnold
1: Schwarzenegger
0: on it? <laughs> maybe. And then at the very head of that table, you have the undefeated president of the United States of America, Mr. Donald Trump, okay? These are the people I'm appointing to my table, okay? I want Mariano Rivera because he's illegal, okay? I want to kick him out first. Get him out of here, Okay. And Bill Belichick because he cheats like me, okay? I cheat at golf, okay? He does. He cheats at golf. The president cheats at golf. He cheats at golf. That's alright. That's alright. Yeah, I don't really care about cheating at golf too. I kind of, I kind of fluff the score. <laughs> it's okay though, because when you know somebody cheats at golf, that means you get to pad your stats too. He'll be like, "Hey Hector, I got a, I got a par on that last hole, okay?" And I'm like, "Well fuck, I got an eagle because I definitely
1: put out yeah, less strokes than you." Yeah, that's okay. Fine. Okay. We'll be cheating as long as they keep the fence up around the golf course. <laughs> yeah. We'll be all right.
0: Yeah. You know what this golf course needs? It needs a wall and a, a larger fence to keep the cleaners out when we don't let them in to clean. Okay. <laughs> Anyhow. All right. Let's get back Let's get to get the some moms right. over here. <laughs> um, so on June 3rd, 2014, she gave birth to her daughter. And then in 2016, uh, she competed for the Universal Sports Gold Medal against Brazil. It was their long-term rivals of Larissa Franca. And if you guys want to use the, uh, the Google search bar one more time, go ahead and search Larissa Franca and Juliana Silva because they represent Brazil. And if anybody wants to see a 100% athletic, competitive and Brazilian signal. volleyball Team throwing their hand signals, you're definitely going to want to look at that team. Anyhow, uh, but yeah, that's Misty May Trainer, man. Author, 2004 Sportswoman of the Year with Misty May. So these girls are, not girls, sorry, these ladies, women, these women are highly accomplished sportswomen who've made a ton of money, a lot of success, and then three gold medals. They're mothers, they're athletes. Most importantly, I would say they are something to be recognized in the fitness industry. Just from my end of it, you definitely have to take a look at people that do these things and draw motivation from them. So that way you can tell the story and hopefully motivate someone else that may be struggling with motivation issues.
1: Yeah, man, there's, I, I want to put them like, you know, uh, you know, well, you don't put nobody on the pedestal, but I'm saying, I want to say, dude, they, they're just like freaking badass, man. Like there should be certified moms out there certified moms programs for dads you know that's right (laughs) i I, I don't know i mean dude give them a gold medal for just being a mom what i want to
0: bring up is talk a little bit about how these women work out and i guess spread some knowledge that you know might help somebody out out there you know this is a fitness podcast ultimately this is a fitness show so we have to make sure we Tie up the loose ends and bring it full circle and give to you something related to fitness, I guess, at the end of the day. In a 2012 New York Times Well Fitness article by Tara Parker Pope, Misty May Trainer. Uh, was asked what her workouts and her day to day life was like. And Misty May Trainer said, You'd be surprised. I think people think we do tremendous amounts of exercises that are completely different from what the general population does. It's not true. I think athletes in general have to be a little more disciplined and get our work in. I take Pilates. Yoga is important. I tend to go uh, back to Olympic style lifting. Clean squats and squats for me are important. So this is back in 2012, right? That she's answering these questions. And I guess it's worth mentioning her referencing Olympic style compound movements. Nowadays, they're, they're the most prevalent movement you could do in the gym. Almost everybody's doing squats or deadlifts, compound movements. So... Take note of that. Mommy's out there. You want to get fit. You want to have the uh, the competitive fitness volleyballer, beach volleyball body, then do your squats, do your Olympic style lifts. All right. And one of the other important things she said was uh, general population in comparison to athletes is the discipline, right? You have to get your work in.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. You want to see anybody who does anything professional. It takes time. It takes it, it, the people who have the natural gift. It's just comes kind of second nature. So if I wanted to get good at something, I'd draw the blueprint out. And I'd say, I want this done by this day. And then you know if you're on timeline or not. So it's like, if you want to get this, you're going to have to do 500 reps of chest before uh, February. So now, if you get behind, that's the difference between a professional athlete and somebody who's just doing it part-time. The Discipline.
0: Yeah, I totally agree with that. makes perfect sense. Uh, In the article, Misty May Trainer will go on to say, Machines aren't tailored for everybody's body. You are able to move in only one plane. Olympic lifts are explosive chain movements. uh, We take them off the ground. My legs have to be strong. I'm getting served every ball, but I'm on the shorter side, so I have to make sure I can jump with the tall girls. My legs have to be strong because I'm running in the sand. Keeping shoulders strong, keeping core strong is very important. We are up in the air a lot and we have to be able to control our body. That's from What's Your Workout 2012 Well Fitness article in the New York Times by Tara Parker Pope. So that quote says it all. I think the most important thing any of us can take from that is create an internal dialogue around our body, right? How do I want to use my body in relation to fitness? What kind of things do I want to be able to achieve while I move? And what movements do that best for me? So she completely lays out the movements she uses and why she uses them, which brings me to my next point. It's not what workouts you do. It's why you do them. That's important. Why do you do those workouts? What do you want to get out of it? Uh, what exercise selection are you going to choose to achieve the body that you want? I always advise that if you want your body to look a certain way, don't think about how your body looks. Think about how the body is going to perform and then start there. Do I want a body that can jump high? Do I want a body that can run fast? Do I want a body that's strong? Don't want to have that sexy adversity overcoming body. That's, you know, this is where it starts overcoming adversity yeah. all day, baby.
1: Dude, that's it, man. You hit it right on the head, man. I think once you got a good why, that, that's, that makes it all the better dude. Yes sir. All the better.
0: And then uh Carrie Walsh on Nutrition, she was in a uh, March 12, 2019, so recently Healthline article titled Clean Eating While Training for the 2020 Olympic Games. There I, I actually buried the lead there cuz Carrie Walsh the 62 uh beautiful volleyballer that we talked about earlier. Uh she is going to come back out for the for the uh, 2020 games Uh, so it was a march 12 2019 healthline article titled clean eating while training for the 2020 olympic games and she's at age 42 currently training to compete which is crazy that's just insane anyhow i think nutrition definitely plays a big part of it to be able to to train later on and in life and be able to compete But um, her quote from that article is, Preparation in life is just key. It's about consistently showing up to make the right choices. I pride myself on preparation on the court, in life, as a mommy. Boom, there you go. Uh, And as a working woman. So there you go. Nutritionally, I really look to, uh, in quotes, real food as medicine. I personally feel if we could all eat a great diet, then great nutrition negates our need for pharmaceutical medicine. So... My family and I pride ourselves on eating clean. She said, yes, we love Mexican food. Hey, Carrie, what's up, girl? I make the enchiladas overcoming adversity. What's up? What's up, girl? Come over. I make them tacos. I got you. I got you, girl. Come over here. I got you. Come to my house. I'll hook it up. Yeah, yeah. All the foods. Anyway, yes, we love Mexican food. We love pizza. We enjoy those things. And who doesn't love Mexican food? You know, it's awesome. That was my quote. But on average, we eat very clean. (laughs) She explains this means we eat a lot of lean proteins to fuel ourselves properly. When you're a professional athlete, you need to nourish your muscles, nourish your bones. Uh, She says that everything is an input that can affect your performance from the social media you read to snacks you munch on during the day. Uh, Given that Mm -hmm. Walsh Jennings said it is important for her that she is mindful – that everything is going to have an effect on your performance. While she currently serves as the face of a prune juice maker's latest campaign, Walsh Jennings and SunSweet products have actually been part of her daily routine as an athlete for a while. In fact, she says she starts each morning with a glass of juice. It's one of those mommy habits that I've helped instill in my children. They've been going to prunes to get their fiber they need to support bone growth and bone health. Walsh Jennings said, it kind of became a no-brainer for me to get involved with this kind of campaign. Anyway, so that just talks about her support of uh, prune juice in the morning. Anyway, all of her quotes on nutrition. Your thoughts, man. What do you think of that and, and how she handles and addresses nutrition?
1: I think it's well said. I mean, it sounds like it's a perfect balance. Coming from a mom, I would really take a closer look at it because if she's able to pull it off with moms and also pass down the healthy eating lifestyle to her children, there's got to be some sort of magic bullet effect to it. We all want the pill that comes out and gives us 100% of our daily nutritional needs, but it doesn't exist yet. But if you have a, a good balance and she's able to make those statements with such confidence, I would take a further look at what she's actually doing. And that's how businesses start, too. She's just naturally doing it. She doesn't know that she might have the key, but someone else is really struggling. So that's why I started the mission to find nutrition, because uh, food for the body is not enough. we got to have food for the soul. That's what I always say. And it's really just about also... You know, that bread that I always talk, they say the bread of God, but I'll just say that's what it is. But, you know, I don't want to be people over the heads with it, but it's that that drive, that hunger, the dedication. And, uh, yeah, I mean, you can't look at all the bad stuff that, that goes in your head, too, from what you read, man. You just got to do you.
0: Now to keep the, uh, the show rolling here. We uh, went ahead and highlighted the gals. We're going to put together a little workout for you. Well, I didn't put it together. This is actually from uh, Carrie Walsh Jennings' workout right now. as She currently trains for the 2020 Olympics. Uh, A couple of exercises here that you can put into your day-to-day work. And it starts with first she uh, does dynamic band work. I think it's important to do dynamic band work to stimulate the muscles, get them turned on, get them firing properly. You see a lot of people in the gym nowadays, if you're a gym member, with the bands wrapped around their thighs, wrapped around their legs, walking side to side, getting the glutes turned on, getting the legs fired up. I think it's a great uh, piece to add to your fitness and workout routine. Where do you stand on dynamic band work, Stacey?
1: Yeah, I can't knock them probably would help my game overall. I actually, I actually do like them, actually. They provide wrist distance like no other. I agree.
0: And moving on. Next workout she likes to do is a partner medicine ball with a twist. I think it's good to associate movements that you want to achieve, right? She plays volleyball, so it's a lot of trunk turning, twisting, moving. Uh, So you have to be able to protect your body, stabilize your body, and generate force while you're twisting and turning. So training that motion with a partner is not only fun, but it's also effective. Next movement is a core punch with resistance bands. Basically, you wrap a few resistance bands around a pole or an anchor point, and you pull it to resistance, stagger your stance, and just start punching. It's important to load your posterior chain and your glutes and your trunk as you're throwing these punches. Great for, uh, once again, volleyball movement. Uh, She also does shoulder strength and mobility. Here's one thing that if you're missing a mobility program, something that helps you feel better while you move or move better in general, then you have to throw it in there. You have to do some type of mobility work. You have to make sure that you're talking to someone about myofascial release, stretching, lengthening, shaping, all that good stuff. You have to incorporate it. Uh, The next one is medicine ball wall toss this is a good one because it's actually from a sit-up position you basically sit up you take a medicine ball hold it overhead touch it to the ground sit up throw it off the wall and catch it again and repeat great sit-up exercise then she incorporates some suspension training TRx plank with the splits you like using trx's say say how where do you where do you land on TRx
1: man I don't really I don't really care for them I mean it's good for a warm-up I like it because it can give me in a couple of unique positions I'm like all right this is what it's good for I'm much more a fan of partner medicine involved from the side, and I mean, are we not going to talk about that the angle is so important from any perspective, like, one little subtle, I-, I think millimeters matter to the muscles, so that's where you find these little edges in competition, is if one person is doing the rep, but you just do the rep just a little bit better, or from a little bit varied uh, angle, you can get more of a breadth and depth of workout, even like
0: so that workout was posted by Carrie Walsh Jennings in a furthermore uh, article off of the Equinox website. So if you're looking for it just head over to furthermore.equinox.com, check out her workout. <laughs> yeah, I have my thoughts on Equinox anyway. They've they actually uh, have been there's a big article coming out on them on how they're uh, underpaying or or abusing their trainers, which when I read the article I was like, shit, that's what happens at all fitness brands. Yeah. Unequinox stars. Up, yeah, unequinox. <laughs> I like that. Perhaps an episode topic for another show. Hey, and if you guys are interested in uh, hearing more about uh, Carrie Walsh going and shoot us some questions, you can, uh, if you want to slap us down for being un- insensitive or whatever kind of sensitive or desensitized <laughs> or unsensitized, shoot us an email at muscle at gmail.com. That's T A L K I N. S-O-M-E muscle at gmail.com. Remember, there's no G because the only G's here are Say Say and me. Anyhow, uh, moving on. I know a lot of people are going to want to shoot us some emails with our next segment because as as motherfucking promised, we are ready, set, spike, match,
1: <laughs> bumped
0: it, spiked. Bumped we, it, spiked. we are ready yeah,
1: bumped, bumped, set, spiked.
0: and spiked for the top 10 cities in America with the fittest moms that's right, this is what you've all have been waiting for, Pull we're going to run down from 10 to 1 top 10 cities in America with the fittest moms and uh, we did this off of 3 categories so I um, cross referenced a couple of different searches uh, the family friendly cities the fit cities, and the cities with the most beautiful women. So where they overlapped, and they were given an overall rating score, and we went from there. So at number 10 on the fittest moms in America, okay, we're starting with Colorado Springs, Colorado. They registered a 14. So they ranked 14th on Family Friendly. They ranked 11th on Fitness overall. And as far as beautiful women in America, they ranked 8. So that was an overall rating of eleven. So you're looking at Colorado Springs, Colorado. What do you know about Colorado Springs? It's pretty cool. Is that I know a college? My friend lives there. Is it a college town, Colorado Springs? Somewhat, I guess. I would I would say Colorado Springs probably has the some of the best hiking beautiful spots you can see there on top of the beautiful women or underneath the beautiful women. Or on the side or behind, whatever you prefer. They are number ten. Moving down the list, we're going to Seattle, Washington. They have a uh, family rating of nineteen, so they were ranked nineteen. Uh, fitness ranking of three, so they are the top, the third fittest uh, city in the nation. And uh, beautiful women overall, uh, sorry, ten on the beautiful women score. So an overall rating of ten point six six. Seattle, Washington, you are number nine hot mom city in America. So, as far as Seattle is concerned, it rains a lot there. I'd say Starbucks there. I would probably say, if you're going to make a secondary list, it would be the most basic moms, right? Because everyone's getting a Starbs. Do you just want to go to Starbucks and get a little stars? Let's just go to Starbucks. Starbucks.
1: Let's go get a Starbs. That's uh, not cool to me, dude. <laughs> Alright, well,
0: that's good. I can see that a lot of moms doing that in Seattle. anyway, oh. Head on down to your local Starbucks in Seattle, Washington, and you will see some of the hottest moms in America. Moving down the list, number eight, Madison, Wisconsin. A college town, man. I'm surprised this made it on the list. So uh family score of 17, so the 17th family friendliest city. Fitness score of two, second fittest city in, in America. So whoa, this came out of nowhere. Because you think Madison, Wisconsin, you think cheese, yeah. brats, beer, right? Yeah. Minutes from For the uh, dudes. Minutes from Green Bay, uh, Wisconsin, who's uh, bound, bound uh, about to lose to the San Francisco 49ers in a couple hours here. It's ranked 11th for beautiful women in the United States with an overall average of 10. So number eight is Madison, Wisconsin. So, uh, Number seven. Yeah, put on the badger. Uh, <laughs> so everyone everyone shave them badgers. Number seven. Here we go. San Francisco, California, number seven. So they're beating Wisconsin in fit not moms. They and they're also going to beat Wisconsin in NFL football teams today because number seven is San Francisco, California. Nice. Family friendly city of 20. So rank 20 on the family friendly uh, parts of San Francisco. You're not going to raise a family in the fucking tenderloin, that's for sure. Um, but it's the number one fittest city in America, which is crazy. All them uh, fan heels. All them heels. Although there's more gyms in San Francisco than bums, which there are a shit ton of bums. Man, you can't either, you got, <laughs> there ain't no parking, so you better walk. It's like a beach. Yeah, you've got to walk, man. You can't, you, you can't even afford a car out there. All right. Uh, and then as far as beautiful women the number seven city in the nation for the most beautiful women with an overall rating of a 9.33 San Francisco, California. You are not only beating the green Bay Packers today, but you're also beating the Madison, Wisconsin mommies. So good job, San Francisco moving down the list at number six. A place that you are very familiar with, Sunnyvale slash San Jose, California, and my brother will agree with this yeah, because yeah. when my brother, in his younger, more vulnerable years before he got married, he was doing a lot of the uh, the dating, uh, scene, the dating apps, and a lot of his dates were right there, in uh, Sunnyvale slash San Jose, California, with an overall family score of sixteen. I imagine family. I don't know who would want to take a fucking family out there. It is so expensive to live buying a house is crazy anyhow uh, fitness score of six and as far as women are concerned in the United States of America it is ranked number five for the most beautiful women with an average score of nine all right what are your thoughts on uh, San Jose California coming in at number six
1: yeah you know you gotta you gotta do something out there if you ain't go to school you better be beautiful
0: all right all let's right. keep this list moving coming in at number five. With a score of eighteen on family-friendly city, national score of number eight on the fitness scale, and Ew. yeah, and a national score of number four on the uh, hot-looking or beautiful women scale. Uh, that would be Where Minneapolis. That would be Minneapolis, Minnesota, Minnesota,
1: eh? Minnesota. So it's out of fifty, obviously, right?
0: No, you, in order to qualify, you got to be 20 and under on the uh, <laughs> 20. In order to qualify, you got to be 20 and under um. on the family friendly score. So you can't score any higher than 20, otherwise you're not family friendly. And it's interesting you asked that question because I was going to bring it up. It's like the the most beautiful women, cuz I don't think there were any number 2s on here, but as far as beautiful women in the world concerned number 2 and number 1 were from some of the most dangerous cities. It was like, number one was Miami. <laughs> so number one yeah. beautiful women is Miami. It's like, that's definitely not, like, what is it with women wanting to be in, in uh, dangerous cities? Pretty weird. So well,
1: I remember when you, when you said study, I was like, man, that place is, is kind of hood over there.
0: Anyway, yeah, if dude. you're looking for some, uh, some fun in the Twin Cities and some nice titties, go to Minneapolis, Minnesota. All the mommies be running around there. I see so you making that face. <laughs> wow! No, hey, I'm just saying, what, what do you, they call that score? <laughs> you know, once again, I'm going to go back and lean heavily on the fact that this is our show. I can say whatever I want yeah. on it. If you don't want me to say things that I don't, you don't want me to say, then make your own show and tell me not to say it on your own show. And let's keep the <laughs> let's keep the countdown going. No,
1: I'm saying, dude, <laughs> what, uh, I was surprised. I was like, wow, they got a titty score. Like, what the heck? <laughs> what are you? What do you? Ready? We got five, uh, five out of 20 other the scores.
0: I think they're all good, man. Just like uh, just like people call kipping pull-ups fake pull-ups. I don't think there are any fake pull-ups or fake breasts, dude. I think they're all real, 100%. Just different varying oh. degrees and types. All of them.
1: Yeah. Yeah. All right,
0: so the Twin Cities of so on, Minneapolis, on, Minnesota. On,
1: <laughs> You're telling me there's no fake breasts out there?
0: None. They're all real. <laughs> all of them. All right. They all keep it they're real. All they may have been yeah. aug. They may have been augmented, but it doesn't make them fake. Yeah. It's just like whenever I do my pull-ups, I augment my pull-ups with a little kip and hip thrusts, and then I can yeah. get more pull-ups out of it.
1: That's, that don't line up though, because you said you you know WWE is not real to a degree.
0: To a degree, I yes.
1: thought
0: you understand. <laughs> uh, hey. <laughs> The, the yeah, matches are predetermined
1: and all are real. <laughs> yeah,
0: <laughs> predetermined and scripted matches, just like WWE. Sometimes the the hits and everything they do work. A few punches, lay them in a little softer. But if they want to pop a good crowd and and make people feel the action, they got to lay shit in, dude. Sometimes you got to mm-hmm. lay it in. Also, just got to lay it in. Yeah. All right, let's keep the countdown moving. At number four, with an overall family friendly score of eleven, I think that's our highest so far. On the list, beautiful women like to hang out in dangerous spots. Uh, Family friendly score of 11. They're the number five fittest city in the United States uh, with an overall score of seven on the uh, beautiful women scale uh, with an average score of 7.66. Salt Lake City, Utah, baby. The Mormons are clocking in. Boom, the Mormons clocking in at number four hey i'm not going to disagree with that either i've seen large beautiful mormon families top to bottom even grandma puts on a bathing suit and gets out on that uh yeah. gets out on that lake
1: that never mind's blown because i'm like trying to remember like i know salt lake city is like probably mainly white you know not to be racist but i know there's a lot of Samoans and polynesians because i got family out there yep but uh I wonder how they make up that, like, tally. Like, who's who just go? Do, they, like, do the aerial satellite view and do all facial recognition average score on what's symmetry? You know what I'm saying? Because that would be... I like, would imagine it's,
0: it's a team of perverts like you and me just running around with clipboards, oh. rating all the women, making up rhymes yeah. about the Twin Cities.
1: <laughs> you got my real motive. I wanted to see if they were hiring to do those surveys.
0: Yeah, if they are hiring. <laughs> if you guys are hiring to do those surveys and you're willing to pay for our travel to these... Uh, uh, dangerous spots, make sure you uh, arm us, because those, those locations yeah. are dangerous. Uh, send us an email to talkingsomemuscle at gmail.com T-A-L-K-I-N-S-O-M-E muscle at gmail.com. Send us an email and uh, an application. I'll have my resume attached, and uh, I'll start going out with my clipboard and making it happen. Yeah. Anyway, let's keep the list moving. Coming in at number oh, yeah, three yeah. with a overall family friendly score of two now here's a really low score, right? You got a family friendly score of two. The only thing that's holding so that's this list back is a uh, fitness score. No, two is a good score. They're they're high, so they're. Oh ranked, yeah,
1: sorry, second place. Yeah.
0: Yep, they're ranked number so. two on the family friendly scale. Fitness, this is where they got hurt, is fit 15, so per capita. The people aren't too fit, so we got some thick mamas running around there, which is cool. I'm okay with that. They still
1: made it up on the top of the list, though, huh?
0: So number six for uh, beautiful women coming in at number three is Arlington, Virginia. So you know you got Virginia Ah. Beach out there, all that other good stuff, so Arlington, Virginia. All right, here we go, top two. Some thickies, though. Where do you weigh in on, on the south, man? Let's see how many southern states we have here. We have... I guess uh, let's see up at the top Georgia. so far: Colorado, Washington, Wisconsin, San Jose, Minnesota, Utah. We only Colorado. have one, one state representing the South so far in the in the countdown. One state, one city representing the South. Now let's get to our top two. Uh, coming in at number two, this is close to um, to where your your neck of the woods is currently, with a overall average score. Of 7.33. It's actually a two way tie between Carlsbad, San Diego, and Irvine, California. Ayo. So, it's, uh, safest place to raise a family or the best place to raise a family. And some of the hot mommies in the nation are out there f- fittest mommies, mommies that do deadlifts and squats and power cleans. Some of the fit is mommies. I don't know. Can you attest to that? I see you nodding your head with your eyes big, but you're not saying anything
1: Man, in fear of being yeah, incriminated. I'm just saying, <laughs> Carlsbad probably do got the culture of being fit and being a mom. You know what I'm saying? I, I drive out there. There was this one gym. Oh, was it in Carlsbad? I mean, there's a the nice whole string of cities right there, but it's just like Orange County, right? That's where Irvine is, right? So, you know, it's freaking uh, the block is hot. Like you said, dude, over there with the... Uh, loaded ass full of old money
0: the block is older and you know what's crazy is i really can't uh i really can't t- put these cities on the table of where i'd like to move my family anymore after doing this episode my wife is going to look at me like no i know your intentions i see your intentions and your intestines all right with the number one city with the fittest moms at a uh, average score of three so it was three on the I guess, family friendliest place to raise your children. Number three, registering as, as a number three fit city in the nation. So number three overall for fitness, number three overall for family, and number three overall for beautiful women in the United States, coming in at number one, Arlington, Texas. So where Woo, are you, land? Where are you yeah. land at Arlington, Texas? Thank you sure. ever been? I've, I've been to Arlington, Texas once, but I was about – it was right at that age where you're trying to, you know, kind of understand the world. About 11, 12 years old. And, uh, you know, I think I do remember seeing some Wranglers, some boots, some tits and hats.
1: Sounds like an album. Still I, uh, I drove through Texas. It's nice.
0: <laughs> <laughs> all right. And with that said, you know, doing this, uh, doing this rundown and looking at all these different lists. I actually came up on some other categories that I think we should lay on the table. This is a show yep. dedicated to fitness. I think we also need to cover some of the most unhealthy cities in America. Well, let's just go through California in general, right? Here we go. Uh, number one most unhealthy city in California is Hayward, California. Pretty Hayward. Unhealthy. Hayward, California. It's
1: pretty foggy out there, dude.
0: Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, our neighbors to the east Reno Nevada also ranked pretty low on the unhealthy ranked 80. Uh, yeah so, there's a
1: lot of cigarette smoke out there.
0: Yeah I mean that's pretty low when you consider this is a uh, <clears throat> this is a poll of all the cities the most unhealthy cities So of the most unhealthy cities in United States you have this Tulsa Oklahoma came in at six which is crazy. Oakland, California Wow yep so we got some unhealthy oakland california came in at i think right around 90 pretty crazy so number one most unhealthy or the fattest city in the united states is McAllen, edinburgh mission texas total score 83.75 number two in the obesity and overweight rank uh, number eleven in the health consequences in quotations rank. I'm gonna start calling. Uh, I'm gonna start calling people with diabetes health consequences. Like, okay, now you're dealing with health consequences. There's another metric I found while I was searching this. Right. So I looked at the most attractive women in the United States or the most beautiful women. Now I found a list for the least attractive men and women, and we'll go through the top three. So. Uh, the least attractive women in the United States coming in at number three is Louisiana. Louisiana. I think it has something to do with the obesity
1: score. Louisiana.
0: Yeah, Shreveport.
1: That's because cracklings. Uh, <laughs>
0: <laughs> number two, Oklahoma. And these are just states, right? Number one, Mississippi. Mississippi. Was it ugly, man? Yep, and they actually did the cities. So number one was Oklahoma City. Number. Number two was Wichita, Kansas. And then the number three least attractive women in the United States is Oakland, California. Brutal.
1: Ooh, bro. Ooh. Yep. I reckon reckon you might get shot for saying that.
0: Yep. (laughs) Yep. Oakland, California. Hey, Oakland. The block may be hot, but the block is not attractive. That's for sure.
1: Right, but what happened?
0: <laughs> this go actual this me. this chart was uh, put together by the Clover app. It's a dating app, so letting people know where they want to go if they want to date.
1: So it is a robot. Yeah. I guess all the fine people in Oakland then just got famous and shit. There, <laughs> my bad, dude. It dude. Yo, yeah. that out, I don't want to get shot. We're over here rocking ninety.
0: <laughs> this, uh, I think, this was this survey or this uh, list was put together by the church of jesus christ and latter-day saints (laughs) (laughs) all right the cities with the least attractive men let's go through the states so rhode island is the number one state with the least attractive men delaware and then connecticut and if we look at the top three you got uh sunnyvale how's that possible where sunnyvale has the best looking moms
1: oh bro this is hey, blowing my mind right? bro.
0: sunnyvale has the least attractive men and i think i think this has something to do with the tech industry which if you think about it right the tech industry is employed primarily by the programmers and code writers yeah. people that sit down in an office get no sunlight no workout have bad posture but make bank their pocket yeah. roll is yeah. their pocket roll is dank yeah.
1: yo I, I mean, I, I would say, I would say Sunnyvale has the best of both worlds though. Cause like from, from out there that like, there's some people who are not like, you know, hard up out there, but in Sunnyvale, it's like, there's, there's way other cities that people go to who have like the bank bank, like, you know what I mean? Like yeah, Sunnyvale you, is like the public school. And then over there is like, you know, but it's what not, it's, not, it's not to a drastic ass degree, but yeah. I think it has something to do with it. Cause you said, why do all the, why do all the fine ladies come from the hoods? You know, it's it's like a little bit more hood, bro. Is what I'm saying. Maybe yeah. I only saw one side of Sunnyvale, but I pretty much ran through about seven schools in Sunnyvale. All
0: right. Then we got number two is the Bronx, and then number three, Jersey City, with the least attractive man in America. That's going to wrap it up for us as far as how everyone's looking out there, how everyone's feeling, and uh, most importantly, let's try to let's try to get some more gold medal mamas out there, support them, lift them up. Help them feel strong, accomplished, healthy. Because while we do all appreciate a nice trophy wife, I think the gold medal moms is where it's at.
1: So where are you gonna where are you gonna move to then?
0: Hey, here's a uh, here's an interesting text.
1: one. Anaheim, I'm right and- here, baby.
0: <laughs> Anaheim and Long Beach are number five and six, and then Stockton, California, is number eight for the least attractive men. <laughs> There's so many unattractive <laughs> dudes in, in California; it's ridiculous anaheim long beach and wow. then stockton i'm actually now considering changing my phone number because i have a stockton area code and if i call someone wow. for the first time i don't want them to be like who's this ugly guy calling me ugly ass. <laughs> <laughs> this ugly this <laughs> ugly motherfucker from stockton trying to get a hold of me
1: <laughs> Dude, then, hey he just said it based on the area code that's how i'm answering you bro you gotta that's, <laughs> that's like a whole nother show bro that's another show <laughs> area codes
0: we hope you all out there enjoyed how beautiful people are in your city. We also hope that you enjoyed how beautiful this episode came together between two beautiful men living beautiful lives with beautiful women. Um, yeah, we, also, <laughs> we also hope that uh, that you join us on our next episode of Talking Some Muscle where Stacy and I will be covering the 2010 CrossFit Games and games? how Reebok bought a fitness brand that would garner a cult following to make millions and millions of dollars. Oh, where do you land on CrossFit, Stacey?
1: I freaking can do the Laura right in 47 seconds, bro.
0: And that's what's <laughs> up. So join us. We're not only going to talk to you about CrossFit and the Reebok purchase, we're going to talk to you as well about where to invest your resolution money for the new year. What gym should you join? Not a lot of people are talking about that because most people default to the mega gym or the fitness studio. But we don't even really talk about why. Um, we're going to let you know where you should spend it, why you should spend it, how you should spend it, and everything that goes in between, underneath, and on top of on the next episode of Talking Some Muscle. say so say thank you very much for uh, joining me on this little journey yeah. into hot thank momhood. Uh, remember, the gold medal yeah. moms are where it's at. Do you have anything to add before we sign off? You make sure you eat your vitamins
1: and minerals.
0: (laughs) Hey, listen, if you are a fit mama out there and you want to send us an email and uh, maybe talk to us about how we are so extremely childish, send us an email at at gmail.com. If you are a fit mom out there and you want to thank us for recognizing you, whatever you want to do, just send us an email, shoot us a line, and uh, there's a definite possibility we'll be reading it on our uh, future episodes um, so that's it man go out there if you're a mom get yourself into the gym work on your small goals work on your large goals work on all the goals you want because you know what you're worth it
1: yes you are you're
0: valuable you are valuable you are worth it and remember everybody
1: if you don't got it don't show it let me tell you what Melville Toast is packing right here. I've right, got 411 Posi Track Out Pack, 750 Double Pumper, Edelbrock intakes, Ford Over 30, 11 to 1 pop up pistons, Turbojet 390 horsepower. We're talking some fucking muscle.
0: Some muscle, it's yeah. gonna be Say Say and Hector talking some muscle, talking some muscle. We're gonna talk about sports, gonna talk about Oops. movies. We might even talk about some boobies, talking some muscle, talking some muscle.